0: This is the Radio Facts Radio Show podcast, your online information station. Welcome to the Radio Facts Radio Show. My name is Kevin Ross, and you can follow us on Twitter at Radio Facts Blog, Instagram at Radio Facts Blog, and Facebook at Radio Facts. Today, I want to talk to you about putting together a great team for a project. Now, there's nothing better than having the right team for whatever project that you're working on. It helps drive the vehicle. But having the wrong team can drive your vehicle off a cliff or crashing into an 18-wheeler while you're trying to tend to the whiny and needy adult baby people in the back seat. Two things that it took me a really long time to grasp is it's never really wise to hire people who think that working It's not their thing. And the economy is not to blame for some people not working. It's their attitude, lack of drive and motivation and negativity. It's not that they can't find work, but nobody wants to work with them. Also, there are lazy, negative people and insecure people from all walks of life. But the greater your pool, the greater your chances for success for your project. Never limit yourself. Once you map out exactly what you want to do with your project, then it's time to take action and hit the road. But one thing you must be very cautious of is what you load up your vehicle with before you take off for your destination. You want to carry the least amount of weight and nothing that will slow down the ride. While it may be inappropriate, it certainly would be easier if you could tell the passengers in your vehicle, hey, treat me like a white boss. Sounds harsh. But there's a huge difference when you're black, for example, and you run the business and the way you are treated and the unrealistic things that are often expected of you in the process. Unfortunately, we often try to be all things to all people, which causes an inordinate amount of stress to us in the process. This is for any project that you're coming up with, whether it be branding or putting together a team to get a job done. First thing is hire the best people for the job. The only thing that you should be obligated or dedicated to is a great project from start to finish. Don't worry about the types of people you're going to hire. You cannot save the world with one project. You have to do it piece by piece. In statistics in college, I learned that you take a sample of a population to come up with the answers for the entire population. But make sure that your population is unlimited so that you have a better chance of getting the greatest possible outcomes. Know that the project is paramount. Hire people who know more than you. A lot of the times we think or have the tendency to think that we could just bring people on board who think like us. Very few people think like you. And this is probably why you're not more successful in this moment. You will take a lot of your time and energy and waste a lot of your time and energy in trying to find people who duplicate you when you should be trying to find people or bring on board people who have the elements that have been missing. At best, you can hire an assistant to duplicate what you do, but trying to hire a team who duplicates you is not only dumb, it's a waste of time and money and energy. Hire self-starters, no handholding or babysitting, but make sure they know how to ask questions if they're not sure about something. In the past, I have made the huge mistake of hiring people I thought were self-starters, but instead they will put themselves under stress and make decisions that mess up the entire project without consulting me and relying on their tenure in the industry. There are three ways that you could check with the leader of a project when you have questions, email, text or call. You want people who will ask questions and not assume everything, especially when they're not sure about something. However, you certainly don't have time to babysit and have someone who's calling you or emailing you or reaching out to you consistently about small things either. This can be very annoying and can interrupt you from your thought process. Some people need constant supervision and hand-holding and babysitting, and that's not the people you need on your team. Make sure you balance this out. Give them examples of your last project. This is probably the best way that they can see your vision. Unfortunately, I've done this before, and sometimes people don't even look at what you give them. And they still assume or make mistakes. But then there's another way that you can resolve the situation if they don't follow the instructions, which is this next one. Do a test before committing. What I mean by this is whatever you're looking for, say, example, it's an editor or a press release writer. Offer them $20 to $50 for a one-page test, and they need to have it to you within 24 hours. This way you can see what they can do. This will save you a ton of time and energy and headaches when you're in the midst of a project, because once you're in the project, you don't want this flat tire. And a lot of people will say they're qualified to do something, and you will later find out when it's too late that they're not. They're looking for a quick way to pay this month's electric bill before it gets cut off. But you're looking to build a brand and you have to realize you need people that you can call on to do more than just this project with you. So they need to be reliable, dependable and qualified. The test will let you know all three. Be wary of hiring friends and colleagues. Oh, man, I just. Oh, this one. In all honesty, I think you will find more joy in putting on a blindfold and giggling and running across the freeway in L.A. at 530 in the afternoon just to see if you can beat the traffic and not end up as roadkill. Some people will say that it is a good idea to hire your friends, but I can guarantee you that those people are not very successful. If you hire friends, you probably won't be friends for long and you need somebody that you can give direction to who's not sensitive, who's not treating you as if you're obligated, and someone who follows direction. Then if you get mad at them, you should be able to fire them without feeling bad if there is no invite to next year's Thanksgiving dinner where you're going to be the negative topic of conversation anyway. Hiring friends and colleagues is not just a bad idea. I've done it in the past. I just don't recommend it. If they need money, just give it to them. If you have it, but there are some people who are not working because nobody wants to hire them or deal with them. In my experience, they always come to the table with their own expectations as if they are a partner instead of hired help. They decide what they want to do and how they want to do it. No matter what kind of instructions you give them, they are stuck in their ways. And a lot of times they slow the project down, disrupt or delay the entire project. I'm not sure if I've alluded to this or if I've gotten the message clear to you, but don't hire friends. (laughs) Hire people outside of your social realm. Naysayers, negative people and Debbie Downers. Here's another one. One of the things that will bring your project crashing down like a 10.2 earthquake on the Richter scale is negative people. I don't care what anybody says, but negative people suck the air out of a room, out of people and out of a project. They're like Dracula coming out at night, draining the blood from everybody until they're dead and then moving on to the next victim. It's amazing how the level of energy can destroy a project, not just from their end, but from your end, because it's taking positive time and energy away from you to build what you're trying to build. But also it's taking time away from the rest of the team who may need assistance or help or could be building on what they're doing. One negative person, just one, can bring the whole operation tumbling down. They have excuses for everything they can't do, and they will blame you for everything they do wrong. Get rid of them now, even if you have to pay them. Send them back into the wilderness of the graveyard, because the longer you keep them on board, the more it's going to affect and kill your project. Did I make that clear? I've had disasters when I've kept people on board who I was simply trying to help, but it ended up affecting the entire project and causing a lot more work, stress and money for everyone on the team. I cannot stress it enough. Naysayers, negative people, and Debbie Downers disrupt your entire project and bring a cancer to the project that messes everything up. Eliminate any and all negative people, including the people that you deal with while you're working on the project outside of the project. You'll be amazed at how jealousy can creep into your life at a time when you're the most busy. If you have negative people in your family or you have negative friends, just just block their calls until your project is complete. You cannot afford that kind of energy when you have to be focused. You have to be totally focused and getting your project accomplished and making sure that there is nothing negative around you, or at least that's under your control. Make sure your terms are clear in the beginning. This is also paramount as far as pay and what you expect. When to email you, when to call you, and when to have certain projects done. Give this to each person in writing. Will they read it? Who knows? But a lot of the times when you hire independent people, they have financial problems like we all have had in the past. And they think that they can call you and get their money early. You are not the Bank of America or payday loans. I have a suggestion. Offer them their money early if they call you, but treat them like your payday loans and take 30% off and see how they respond to you. (laughs) You're either going to get cussed out or they're going to quit or they're going to keep working. I've even had people who have asked me to take the money to their bank and stand in line and put it in their account because they don't have zeal or PayPal. I'm going to let you marinate on that for a minute. Okay, is that long enough? There's something very wrong when the owner of a business becomes the assistant to the people he or she hires. Bang your head into the wall and wake up. Would they ask their white boss at a corporation to do this? I know that sounds harsh again, but it's true. You are not obligated to be anybody's bank or financial institution or assistant. They get paid when the job is complete, like any other job. Most important, and I've had this happen, once they get the money, they'll have very little interest in completing the project. That's going to hurt the entire project as well. When they talk about you and they say, do you know that Kevin refused to pay me until the work was done? What kind of shit is that? How stupid will they sound? Even the people you fire, make them wait for their pay like everybody else on the paydays that you designate. It's not your fault. They didn't do the job. They have not done you any favors, so don't do any for them. Heed the warning in advance. If someone tells you that they have personal problems or family problems that they're taking care of before you try to hire them, then don't hire them. Because that problem will become the project's problem. They're letting you know that you're secondary and that they're going to be obligated to whatever that situation is, and it's going to disrupt your project. Once again, this is a situation where somebody may need money and take the job because they need the money, but it's going to disrupt your entire project that you're trying to get accomplished. You cannot save the world. Once again, thank them for the effort and tell them you'll contact them later. Like in the afterlife, when someone brings personal problems to an interview, they're going to bring it to the team and the project too. make sure you know that never make the same mistakes again. If you hire somebody and they don't work out and you end up getting rid of them, I don't care how desperate you are. Do not make that same mistake again because you're going to get the exact same result, if not worse. Have a backup plan in advance early on. Test everybody and make sure they bring to the table what you need and then talk to everybody. Have a conference call as a test as well to see who's aggressive and who's just laid back. You need aggressive people on your team with ideas that they can bring to the table to help you grow whatever you're trying to do. You have to ask yourself if you're running a business or nursery school for adults Then proceed forth. These are the lessons that I've learned in business, but they can certainly apply to anyone who's also working in business or on a project or even trying to put together a social media marketing team. I wish you the best, and I hope all works out for you. This is the Radio Facts Radio Show. Once again, I'm Kevin Ross. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Facts Blog, Instagram at Radio Facts Blog, and Facebook at Radio Facts. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Radio Facts Radio Show, podcast available on iTunes.